That's part of Chigonde and I's conversation this other day. And we were just talking about body positivity and how you need to start off the general weight loss if that's what you want from a point of view could be okay there's such thing that um your age has to match your height and weight and we need to look at that and maybe um have what we expect from our bodies um mirror that too because there's such a thing about the quite body mass index change and so it's a very good point to start from and not expect too much from your body and just love yourself and yeah the journey is much easier and much healthier from that point of view and also i think the conversation went on to talk about of course they don't have it on here but we also talked about how oh when you meet like men in the clubs and they treat you like you are garbage <laughs> for lack of a better word and not respect you and they expect that maybe you want something from them or drinks and whatnot and sometimes they just don't get it that we're independent people with their own money and go at such places to just dance and just have just pure harmless fun and go home and sleep and yeah that's just the trigger for some people, especially Shikondi, she really talked intensively about that, but story for another day. Now for the actual episode. Enjoy. Hi guys, welcome and welcome back to Adding with Jibo Ruth, the podcast. I missed you guys so much. I know I always say this, but it is true. Um... Even when I'm not recording, I'm like always thinking about you guys. Like when I'm having a very good conversation or when I'm having a very bad day, I'm always thinking uh, of sharing. And I think this is why uh, this platform exists because sometimes uh, it takes looking back to it for you to see value and be like, oh, that was the what was going on then but then that seemed like a bad day or well that seemed like um a not so useless conversation but look at what um we were sharing it was so much wisdom and yeah we hope that somebody you know got to listen to that and yeah that was what that was about the first part of the podcast me just 
sharing part of the conversation I was having with Chikwande. She didn't know I was recording, so I had to tell her before releasing the episode that, oh, by the way, that day I just recorded part of it <laughs> because I was like, oh my God, she is talking a lot of sense, you know? Yeah, that was on weight loss. Yeah. Because, and I think she said earlier before I started recording and I couldn't get that part on here, but she was talking about how um, there are unrealistic goals or expectations that we put on ourselves and our bodies. But there's things are just the way they are, you know? And I think it takes you loving your body and just reaching a place of acceptance that's when you get a more healthy journey of weight loss and being generally healthy so i hope that we all get there and i hope that we're all aware of this as we um you know going to the gyms and stuff if when they guys my gym like this february January, eh, Kukuzaza, guys, and it is that time, it is that time where we're all pumped up to, like, execute our things of, okay, healthier me, maybe smaller body, but I just hope we have, uh, we're doing this from an understanding of, um, um, of ourselves and not just, you know, and yeah, healthy mind, healthy body, like, Let's do this, but let's be kinder to ourselves too. Yes, that was that. And that was that about that. But yeah. So, guys, I really wanted to share this in January, but then I think the news came with a lot of other things. But I I was so excited. I'm saying was because <laughs> I don't think um, I still carry that much excitement. But yeah, guys, I am officially a UN volunteer, you know. I I had a change of contract and yeah, you know how much, guys, I really wanted to pay UNV. And for those people who don't know what a UNV is, I have an episode on that. Um, it's one of the entry points of you in the UN, but it's not as simple as I, I thought it would be. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to share that news finally <laughs> and um there was that and also i got my first admission to the school of my dreams <laughs> so i had this very big news in january but then i think right after i got the news and i, I think i didn't have enough time to celebrate it because then the whole process started you know and uh with the UNV, like there were so many procedures I had to do and yeah, work become crazy. And as, as I don't know if I've said on here that I work with the emergency section in UNICEF. So for those people who know what UNICEF does, it is it covers a lot of sectors unlike other UN agencies. So we are a co-lead, we're actually the lead of this health sector and a co-lead in wash, wash, water and sanitation sector in Malawi. So of course the outbreak of Corella A has made us be so busy so it is it has been a lot so i think my contract transitions transition to env right about that time when okay Korea started last year guys last year around march but then i think 
the government was not taking this seriously but the office was so the the business now it's not so much of uh of of a new thing Komano now that why but the government is also taking seriously they like there's like also in external pressure would okay let's do this and also yeah being being declared like worldwide could okay Malawi there's this you know that people coming from all over the world trying to help us in the office Komano you know sometimes when you get more hands to work on something it's a good and bad thing you know you get expertise good okay eh and Tama Tanchito that worked in your client and and helping you in the office but also they pose more work for you guys because now you have people to orient on some of the country's context that's nanga as much as they have expertise good they have worked elsewhere they don't know the context of Malawi and there's some things they can never understand so they need you guys to work more so hence the more work so i didn't get to like sit down and do this and be all excited now it was like okay let's get to work but also my news on admission like i was really excited because guys i, I had never gotten admission i had never gotten admission and this was a big deal but then uh when i started telling people people were like oh yeah you know getting an admission is the easy part think about getting the scholarship but for me i hadn't gotten this first step now I had people bursting my bubble and then saying these things and I'm like, oh, you know what, right? Now comes the hard part. But this was hard for me too because personal statements, guys, well, <laughs> that's that's something. But I'm glad that that happened. And um, I think I wrote I wrote something as, um, as a way of celebrating because the time that I was celebrating, I wanted to document it somehow because... as you can imagine that went by quickly by all those things so i wrote something in my journal and i'm really glad that i did because now i can look back at it and say that oh okay i was grateful i was you know um yeah that is that guys um so i think part of this podcast i i, I wanted to also share like uh what god me to finally get the u and v position um i think uh i don't know if i've shared this before but okay i i got into unicef malawi country affairs as an intern so they take in geospatial data interns every six months now it's no longer geospatial now it's just data and analytics because uh, the person who used to train the intense was a gis expert then is no longer there so now we just have a data and an analytics person so hence the name changing because now they just train you on data analytics m and e so yeah so every six months they do that i'll, I'll be sharing when they open again because now i think they're looking to get another cohort so i got through that and it was my second time applying it's it's really competitive and um i i i got i got in the second time and yeah it was a really nice experience and one thing i think that i i went i went in with the mentality of that okay this is where i'm supposed to be and i'm going to put in my all and i'm going to be my authentic self 
if the place really resonates with who I am and everything else, it'll be easy for me to strive, you know? So I went in with that mentality and I remember thinking, and I still have this thought every time I'm in meetings and with brilliant minds that, okay, I'm coming in as a sponge also. <laughs> I wanted to absorb as much as I could because I, I knew that, okay, this is a space where hey, people are smart, you know? And very technical. And I just didn't want to lose out on anything. So I went in with a mentality that, okay, I'm, I'm here to learn. I'm here to learn. I'm here to absorb anything that I can. Because I know that at the end of the, the day, if I go out, I should show that, okay, I was exposed to such. And, you know, it should show. So I went in as an intern. I went in with that. And I went in with the mentality of wanting to serve. Like for real guys, I just wanted to see where I can help out and do it. And I think I'm 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 a volunteer, guys. I'm the person who will raise up my hand to to say, okay, when people say who wants to volunteer for this, I volunteered for my grassroots position in first year and everybody was scared da, 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 because I just wanted I knew that with volunteerism guys comes um exposure <laughs> and well when you're put at a place where people are ready to listen you are heard i think when you're at the right environment i think so so i was like you know what i'm going there to serve also because then that's when i'll get like maybe um attention for some people and then i'd get to show them what i'm really capable of and then yeah so with those two mentalities uh, and also I prayed. Yeah, I prayed. I thanked God and I was like, you know what, God? Um, like, just have your favor on me. <laughs> because it's not by mind, not by power. You know, sometimes you can do all you can do. But by the spirit, you know, life is spiritual for those who believe. So, yeah. So, yeah, my internship was really good. I got to, like, um, it was, yeah, good and challenging. But I think I, I, I kept my calmness and went through it really, really good. And I think at that time, they were attaching us to different sections. As I said, that UNICEF is multi-sectoral. So you have people working on um, child protection, people on social protection, uh, healthy, and nutrition uh social behavior change community development so you uh the internship allowed us to go they were assigned we were assigned to a section so my section was community development and resilience where emergency sits on where uh, social behavior change is so i got the chance to like um be exposed to that type of work eh? So yeah, uh, I think, yes, I really served. I was volunteering to write minutes, even though our supervisor kept on saying, oh, don't allow people to misuse you. I was writing minutes because when you write minutes, guys, you 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 are obliged to pay more attention. So I don't know, you just pay more attention to the meeting other than just being attending it. So that's what I also 
gain from that so i would write minutes and then you know go ask people okay what did you say here i want to write it and then they'll explain and people i i, I think people like explaining what they do <laughs> so i would go to people and ask what they do after maybe they presented something so yeah it got me to know the structure and what people do and then i discovered a loophole that there was poor information management as simple as that and i think i started feeling in that i started collecting like knowledge management started like just documenting things and putting them together and just arranging things and documents and just making other people's work easier that's the other thing people like it when you make their work easier so they want to keep you around so i think what i did is make their work easier and simplify some of the things let's develop like to my timelines okay we should be reporting here 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 and i thank god that there were people that uh got that in like accepted that and were like you know what this is useful so after my internship people were like not people the chief of section mateo a very good italian guys it was like we should keep this girl around you know so they gave me a a consultancy but then this one was a junior consultancy which okay i, I won't be the go i won't go to the technicalities of that but yeah i got another in, uh, contract and this was for six months as well Uh, so the thing about internship you do six months and you they either have to change your contract or you can't you go out because they can't extend for more than six months it can be an internship for more than six months it has to be something else so you have to have another contract so they did the junior consultancy thing and still with junior consultancy you are not part of the un you're not you're considered a an individual contractor like someone that they like uh think of it this way they want your service but they don't want it long term you know that's that's the whole point of it the, this the basis of it like they can't the your service is important but it's not important enough oh my god that sounds but yeah it's not important enough or significant enough to like create a whole position for you and positions are created after end of program document let's say after five years so an immediate way of taking you in would be consultancy so yeah that was like for six months so we did that for six months and then they extended it to another three months yeah when they were extending it okay consultancy is not good let alone okay consultancy is good the actual actual consultancy where you're an expert like people go from stuff sorry guys is this too much information i feel like i'm just but anyway <laughs> i hope i'm not talking too fast but anyway stuff go to consultancy because there's more money in consultancy the actual consultant because when you have more experience and you have worked more with everywhere and on anything you get consultancy the rigid type of consultancy because you're an expert and they just need you at it uh for like three months for you to to do something drastically and fast so they take you in and it's good money for six months better than stuff stuff but then junior consultant basically what they're saying is okay you are young but we like what you're doing so we're going to give you junior consultant not so much money but it's something so let's it's like probation i think of these steps as still probation for you to get 
anyway so yeah got the junior consultancy and it wasn't good that's the thing the money was not good and i think with the whole situation in malawi guys ah to be honest i needed more money so i told my supervisor that good hey this is not working and six months how can i plan my life <laughs> like i don't know if you still want me or if you don't so it's either decent or um so she was like okay let's um, we'll consider yeah that was her answer we'll consider so she then extended to three months so i was like you know what maybe this is it this is it guys can I go back um, after the three months, January 14th? Yeah, that's when the three months ended. And that, um, I, I came home. Like, yeah. And then the next thing I know uh, on my U, UNV platform. So for those people who have, who have listened to the other pod, uh, episode, please do if you want to understand all these tapes. Um, so you create a United Nations volunteer platform for yourself profile on the platform. So that's when you get updates or that's when you also apply directly to the open positions and they're always there. There's so many of them, less for Malawi, more for anywhere else. So there are categories. If you're 18 to 26 youth, so you can not that you can't come your probabilities of being selected for other categories because they start from 27 above a law then you ju- you're just applying for the youth one so i got notification that i was being considered for a position missing the position it was the same one the same one that i was doing but then now it was um an os- associate uh position um yeah for the category of UN Youth Volunteer. I was like, oh my God, thank you. And yeah, I had to go through the whole process of uh, medical clearance, and this type of, I later on learned that this type of recruitment is the direct one, where an organization specify, specifically, oh my God, asks for someone who is in the roster, roster, <laughs> and yeah and be like okay we want this person yeah based on what they have worked on or based on their qualifications so it's direct recruitment so i got direct direct recruited from the roster by them you know through the unv whole thing so unv is a separate body from the organization so the organization has to go through unv the unv what can i say the unv community or thing it, it sits under UNDB so it's a whole it's a whole thing but yeah that's that's how I got to it so I had to go through some courses and yes guys by 26th of January yes it took like a week or two to go through all the things and resume my work and that was that guy that's the journey and it's it's really been it's been something it's been something <laughs> it's been something and i know i should be I, I am grateful i am so grateful but to be honest um this last week i went to the doctors and 
I was getting my my heart checked. Not my heart. I had chest pains, external chest pains, like my muscle was hurting or something. So I went there and they checked everything and they were like, "You're all right. Like your your lungs are fine. Your heart is beating normally. Your blood pressure is nice." Uh uh tell us maybe your lifestyle. How have you been living? Are you stressed? Are you what what? And then tell me why I started crying. Like <laughs> I think I have been <laughs> guys, I I really have been stressed. I've been so stressed because I'm thinking okay, there's this opportunity in front of me, something I've always wanted, but it's also demanding a lot from me. And as much as I really want to be grateful, but I'm like Oh my god, am I ready for this? And I think I've been keeping this and I I hadn't even talked to anybody before the doctor and then when I started crying, he just that asked me, "Are you all right? What's going on at work?" And it was just okay, so this hospital is the WFP1 where it's for UN organizations and their staff. So I think they have more room to like listen to you like that and act like your therapist otherwise I don't think I would have gotten that at another hospital. And yeah, so we just sat there and we started talking about how how work has been and yeah, he he got me he got me some help from from other people, but that's that's the thing. I think that visit just made me realize that um you know, there's a difference between being so determined on your goal and and being I don't know what the word for it. I've been clinging so much to I don't know. I haven't allowed myself to just breathe and maybe take in some of these joys and just just breathe. You know, as much as I may appear as it could okay on the weekends, I do some fun things. I do this or, but in my mind, I am constantly. Uh, I don't want to say worried, but I'm constantly, yeah, worried and just making, I don't know if it's like I'm holding my breath and if I let go, things will mess up because I just want to be on highs every time because I'm like, okay, this has happened. What's the next big thing? Hey, what, but like, I just want to go head on on my career in my on everything and I don't really breathe guys I don't really breathe and it's it's not healthy and it's not good and I think uh, one of the things that the doctor also reminded me is as, as a believer and sometimes I preach these things but I don't really practice them you know like letting God letting God be in control and I think I have I, I I've really never thought of it that way. Okay, what does it mean to really let God be in control and be at peace at the same time, be determined on your goals? Like, okay, what's what's what does that look like? Okay, do you just sit back and relax and um, not go hard on on your dreams? Oh, <laughs> you. To what extent do you need to push? Yes. To what extent do you need to push? And to what extent do you need to raise your hands and say like God? I leave this in your control. Like you want to control, but you need to. Ah, it's tough, man. It's tough, and I think it's something that I really need to figure out because otherwise, your stress and anxiety are real.
and yeah so that's that's really something that um, i hope we get to think about that as much as we're going hard on on dreams and it done we should let room for god and that way we have peace because there's so much that you can control right so i'm learning i'm learning to do that and yeah so that was that about today's episode um and i just realized that it's two days to valentine's day as i'm recording this and i wanted to say happy valentine's day guys lovers and lovies it is a very good day to celebrate love being it with your partners if they exist if they don't that's fine too i'm seeing a lot of posters on singles valentine's day thingy for those people in long distance relationships and i think it's really nice it is a really nice way to celebrate love and you can also do that with family and friends because love is all around us guys and yes if you don't want to celebrate it that's fine too but i hope that comes from a place of um that doesn't come from a place of bitterness or anything that's just you just being like that and yes guys happy valentine's day and bye god bless